0: electric boogie woogie boogie, woogie boogie.
1: you gotta know it it's electric boogie woogie woogie la <laughs> <con> la <laughs> welcome back welcome back oh my god michael can <laughs> yes. you believe we're back because no, it has been a minute Literally, like two since,
0: minutes since october
1: and it's December.
0: It's 2023.
1: Happy, happy New Year's Eve. Eve. <laughs> we are coming at you from the home studio. <laughs> Last recording of 2022. 22. 2023. Yikes. I'm ready. I'm fucking ready. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking ready.
0: Fists ablazing well now (laughs) (laughs) depends on what we're discussing so
1: (laughs) well first we'd love to thank everybody for all of your support and your continued support through this journey and
0: this entire year
1: 2022 is the birth year of this podcast and my oh my it's been a ride can you, rem- don't you remember us figuring out for the first time how to even hit record and figuring out what programs to use and how to assemble a uh, soundboard and now we're using sound effects and all this gadgets and gizmos that we never knew before?
0: Uh, plenty. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's some things that we want to share with you about this and yes. to say that Again, we had no idea of what we were doing starting this. No clue. We came back
1: to the point
0: that we can tell you what our podcast has done in the last year from all of our audience out there. Yeah,
1: so we did our thing in 2022. And just to give you some statistics about our growth from episode one up until this point, according to... According to Spotify, we have created 285 minutes of new content. That's more than 74% of other creators in the society and culture category. Michael, that—that that is a crazy good statistic. It is. <laughs> like I'm, you can't hear us. We're silent clapping right now. <laughs> like 284 minutes that's how how much is that how many minutes that's three hours Mm-hmm. can you guess what our number one episode was
0: uh let's see we have the three options of trial by fire and even more error ooh child things are gonna get weirder or is america drunk i'm gonna say trial by fire i
1: think it was trial by fire
0: let's see And it was.
1: Y'all loved that episode, so we would love to hear some feedback about, you know, what was it about that episode that may have, you know, stood out from the other episodes, because that will be really helpful to us in terms of planning content for (laughs) future episodes. And this episode, it received 82% more streams than your average episode, so... I
0: mean, that's pretty... Impressive. I
1: guess we did... I guess we were entertaining then. Yes, Nobody we was falling asleep at the wheel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we would hope, but not. I don't be hearing about it in the news.
1: <laughs> I know, right? Imagine.
0: Maybe maybe they were the reason why we were in traffic for three hours or something. I
1: wouldn't be able to live with myself, though. Imagine if somebody crashed their car and they, the last thing they were listening to was our podcast. So...
0: Actually, something pretty cool about this, too, is that our podcast has not only reached America, but it's also gone to other countries. Oh, yeah. So... Um, I don't know how to do We this. are
1: international. How do we do this? Okay, you're <laughs> that's right, you're a a PC user.
0: Yeah, I don't know how to do Apple. So in fact
1: Okay, our top country was, was the United, United States. States. However, I did see that we had streams in Italy yeah. and Israel.
0: hmm And also Turkey.
1: Oh in Turkey, yes. So we had a hundred and forty nine percent more listeners compared to your average week. It was in June.
0: Which is pretty good, because it's during the summertime.
1: June is one of my favorite months. What else? Let's see. Oh.
0: Oh, here it is. So your our podcast what? was in the top 10% most shared globally.
1: Top 10%? Isn't yeah. that, like, really high? <laughs>
0: I guess. <laughs> um, direct links were 42%. Texts in a text was 28%. On Instagram was 21%. And then there was uh, WhatsApp for 4% and 5% of other.
1: I mean, let's, you know, we can talk about, like, reflecting on what we want to do moving forward. And, yes, I can definitely see us having social media and, you know, other platforms to share our content. But the fact that 42% was a direct link, that means people share, you know, shared our podcast with somebody else, like, through a direct contact. Correct. Oh, hey. Did you hear about this podcast? Yeah, hey. Take a listen. take a listen. Right. So, thank you all for that. That means the, the world. world to us. <laughs> yes. Um, let's see. It's going really slow. Okay. It's okay.
0: No problem.
1: What? The top 25% most followed podcast podcasts in I uh, I'm humbled by that. That sound, twenty. I mean, there's a lot of podcasts out there. A lot. So the fact <laughs> yeah. that 25, top 25% Yeah,
0: that's pretty. Uh, pretty I top. mean,
1: that's started from the bottom. Now we hear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those are just some of our end of the year reflections for our podcast. And using our license to learn to create this podcast, (laughs) we have developed into this podcast and will continue to develop. Because remember, your license to learn does not mean that you start off knowing it. Correct. (laughs) It's
0: the not knowing that then causes you to be intrigued to learn about it.
1: Right. (laughs) So why not start the process and learn along the way?
0: Which I actually would like to take a moment also to thank all of you um, for your time, uh, to answer our Q and A's, to answer our multiple yes our questionnaires, our questionnaires yep. yes,
1: and uh, just to engage with our content means the world to us and
0: and some we, of you did leave some feedback, which yes. is actually really nice and very much appreciated. <laughs>
1: very much appreciated. There is nothing that is more appreciated than solicited feedback. That's right. So,
0: <laughs> how can we go forward with this? Let's see. Let's. The only way to go forward is to reflect on what we just went through, right? So, what did we just go through, Jenna?
1: We just went through uh, a time where we literally knew nothing about <laughs> starting a podcast. And for me personally, it was truly the help of my students that... Help gave us the push to figure out what programs to use, what equipment to get, how to um, upload the our sound onto another platform, right. and all of that. So, I think I, I once again want to shout them out. And they know who they are if they're listening. You know who you are because <laughs> not only I may have been their teacher, but they they taught me. <laughs>
0: As the students would teach the teacher.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Uh,
0: So, but what about this year? Let's reflect on this year. Um, This year has been a long whirlwind of stuff. Um. Well, let's start with where the heck were we? The the past three three months,
1: Michael. Where? Like, let's talk about where where we were up until this moment, because. If we're going to look, if we're going to reflect back on, you know, this past year, (laughs) there was, there's there's like two, two and a half months gap of like stuff that was going on that we weren't able to record. Correct. So what the heck was going on, Michael?
0: Well, I'll start with all of you and tell you uh, a little bit of what's been going on. A, uh, went through a breakup. I also, in the same moment, lost my grandmother. My last grandmother. She passed away. Um, I'm so sorry. Oh no, thank you. A um, hundred years old is pretty friggin' awesome, and left. She
1: is absolute goals.
0: Right, left, left a legacy of a family. If any of you know a matriarch in your family, matriarchs are the key to keeping your family together.
1: Yeah, and your grandmother was like that glue.
0: Exactly. I- I
1: remember from the services how everybody emphasized how the number one priority of your grandmother was to bring people together and just to have your family together. And I think that's so important and valuable, not only in today's world, but moving forward because there's so much that can divide families and just people's busy lives and having kids, getting right. married, right. and, you know, just m- moving forward in life, but to have somebody that constantly reinforces how being together is the most important thing, I think is truly something that I take away from that, because I, my, my personal family, we are quite divided, and I consider myself... The glue of my family because with my family and my um, extended family I'm really the only person to talk to my extended family and it's because of the relationships that I personally built with them and worked on that I was able I'm able to be that glue but there's a lot of pressure that comes with being that glue right and responsibility and your Nona it was truly a fantastic woman and she did it I think about her quite often thanks
0: I appreciate that but on top of that we also went to a wedding in North Carolina for a cousin and it was a super spread wedding
1: a super spread wedding super
0: spread wedding <laughs> what does ta- that mean I'm not talking about butter on bread I'm talking about COVID <laughs> and the flu for everybody there oh
1: the tridemic the
0: tridemic the
1: tridemic so
0: basically good luck going to the wedding In any case.
1: Like, all I want to do is have a few martinis, open bar, dance my ass off. Don't want to, you know, the soup is
0: Right. But the thing is, it's so funny because I have to say something about it. Because it was a beautiful wedding. Mm -hmm. But the dynamic of what a New York wedding or New Jersey wedding is so blown out of proportion.
1: Oh, you mean like completely over the top?
0: Over the top versus personal more, more inviting,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're more invited as a guest, not just a guest, but you're personal to that couple. You're in pictures, you're part of the dinner, you're part of the ceremony, you're part of their lives. You know, it's, it's a different feeling and it wasn't enormously extravagant, but it was still beautiful the way right. they put it together. Everything they did, the food, it was fantastic. The quality time that we spent as a family together and I said this actually speaking on family. Right. Is you don't get to spend so much time with your family because of life, busy life. But the best part of that was I hadn't seen some of these people in 25 years. And it was as if
1: you just picked up, picked up, where, picked you left up where you off. left off.
0: And actually some of them were divorced, the divorced family from, you know, the split of my uncle and aunt. And it was the most joyous, <laughs> like most tremendously happy filled moment to have that to have that back
1: those are the moments that truly like fill your cup with joy right. and you walk away kind of feeling like oh why why was i ever feeling like i was in such a rut or that you know oh no one loves me right. oh like <laughs> i'm losing all my friends and right. i feel like i i know i know for a fact that i'm i'm not the only one to say that oh you know there's definitely been a shift in um friendship dynamics since the beginning of the pandemic and dealing with just those life changes that were probably um catalysts you know of this pandemic but um you know just seeing how you attending a wedding where it's an intimate setting and You don't feel like a number. You don't feel like, oh, I'm just a warm body in this space. Correct. I mean, it's totally possible to 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 still feel that way. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Even in a small gathering. (laughs) But I think when you're surrounded by family and people who truly care about you, it's those moments that live on forever and you'll remember because of the way you felt that day. Nobody's going to remember I don't know. I don't, I don't remember what I ate at some weddings. I remember the food being good. I don't remember. Don't ask me what I ate. No,
0: I don't remember either. <laughs> People <laughs> long, remember as as we ate. <laughs> the drinks,
1: the music, and the environment. That's and, it. you know, the was the food good? That Correct. was it. <laughs> yeah.
0: But on top of the wedding, and I was getting all sick, I uh, also have I mean, you guys were sick, right? Then you yes. guys, I, we got sick, my family got sick.
1: It was, a COVID, right. it was Christmas. a COVID Christmas. It was a COVID Christmas. I thought, <laughs> I mean, being a teacher, you're constantly surrounded by germs and, you know, just kids sneezing and coughing and all that. And I was really holding on. I was like, okay, I think I can make it through this month, through this time without getting sick. And then. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I I, I came home one night, one day from school, and I was like, wow.
0: Hit by a bus.
1: Well, you know that feeling you get in the back of your throat? You're like, oh, like, oh, like, I'm not just thirsty. (laughs) You know, it's that tickle. You're like, oh, I just need to drink some water. I'm dehydrated. No, why do we always, do you tell yourself that? Yeah, because
0: you're trying to talk yourself out of getting sick. I
1: always talk myself out of getting sick, and I'm like, no, oh, no, and then you drink more water, you're like, nope, it's not going away. Maybe I just, maybe I'm extra dehydrated. Drink more water. <laughs> nope, not going away. Came home, collapsed on the couch, and was like, I feel like shit. Oh,
0: uh-huh. that's so, it.
1: And then I was kind of in denial with myself, because I, ha- I, I haven't had the rona yeah. since march of 2020 I so i kind of had this like superiority complex i i somehow escaped the delta escaped the Omicron, escaped <laughs> uh i don't know what are the other variants who knows who knows <laughs> but uh escaped all those like surges in coronavirus that we've seen up and down over the past few years and then i was like oh let me take a covid test positive positive Sure enough, positive. <laughs> so it was unfortunately a Rona Christmas. Yes, felt like two thousand twenty.
0: It was horrible. But and and I just want to say something on that. It just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. What no, doesn't make none sense? None of this makes sense. Like oh yeah, the whole Rona thing and being vaccinated and variants and no matter what you do, we're all at risk of getting it. It doesn't matter it doesn't do any doesn't it hasn't done any justice for nobody
1: i mean i'm 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 hoping that I, this past time that i had the rona was nothing compared to when i had it in march of 2020 when i i was like what the hell is what the hell is going on and I was, why am i why am i running a fever for 10 days i was
0: i was pretty bad This,
1: yeah this this time it felt very mechanical like it felt like, okay, I knew when it was coming, okay, this day I have a stuffy nose, (laughs) this day I have no voice, this day I have a sore throat, then it starts to get better, I didn't lose my smell and taste, thank God, but it was, it still sucked because I was looking forward to seeing my family in person, and that didn't happen, but luckily me and my partner, we got sick together for the second time, so (laughs) yeah, that worked out, I wasn't alone, no, so it and was, that's
0: good that you should be... It was cute. Yeah, it's very uh, romantic.
1: It was very romantic. <laughs> <laughs> what else is going on?
0: So that, and then I also started a second job. So not only do I work uh, my full daytime job, but then I started a second job um, in the evenings at an ER for animals. Every day for animals. Yeah, I mean, in this world, at $10 a gallon of milk, you're going to have to hustle.
1: I saw in the supermarket that butter is $7. It sure butter. is. Butter. Buying that shit from Costco from now on.
0: Yeah. And it's also uh, $10 a dozen eggs. Why is it $10 a dozen eggs when it was less than six oh, a little under a year ago? What happened?
1: Inflation, baby. The only thing that ain't inflating is my boobs.
0: The only thing that's not involved. Well, <laughs> I <cannot. laughs> the, the other thing that's not inflating are my my money pockets. In fact, they're deflating because of all of this inflation. So I yeah, don't why know. do they
1: call it inflation when you're you really s- you spend more money and you're deflating your pockets? Yeah, I
0: don't. I don't really understand that concept. I guess
1: inflating. I guess you're putting more money into the economy. I don't know. Not that's really, because
0: they're kind of sucking it out of us. So I don't really know.
1: Uh, that's how i feel (laughs) uh
0: let's see but a lot of that time in between Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know there was always time to sit down on your couch and watch
1: that means you had a lot of time to watch netflix
0: that's right netflix away hulu prime movies everything at your fingertips in your living room or your bedroom
1: so what what were you watching because i know i was watching it's a it's a certain day of the week Night. Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did All watch Wednesday. I
1: mean, I, as a fellow Jenna, I just have to top it off to Jenna Ortega, I think, you know, as a fellow Jenna, she knocked it out of the park. She did. Knocked she, it out she of the park. She played
0: Wednesday, ideally, to the point.
1: I thought it it was brilliantly, she brilliantly played Wednesday, yeah. and I thought it was the right amount of creepiness but with suspense and each character was really casted so well and you didn't you thought you were you knew you were watching the adams family you knew right off the bat like who they were and i thought the casting was flawless
0: how about you i do too i actually think that the entire storyline was done very well the cast was casted perfectly and I actually really enjoyed um, the little bit of fantasy that they put into it. So it was a little almost like Harry Potter kind of style. Where yeah, like, it was kind of like, a of a like magical at f- yes,
1: at first it was like Wednesday going to Hogwarts or right. something at first.
0: So it was kind of cool to see that they added that kind of concept because it's kind of like gothic, you know, that kind of feel to it. You know, dark and magical. But <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it was done really well and the humor in it was actually really funny um, and yeah, I, I agree with you. I think, I think that Ortega really played Wednesday really well. And I think that it was funny that they had, um, what's her name? Christy, um, the original Kristen, Wednesday. Christina
1: Ricci. Christina
0: Ricci. Yes. So she played, that she played the, the, car- professor the professor in the school. Cause I thought it was actually cool that she was in the movie still. They still put her in there yeah. to kind of throw you off a little bit. Right. They kind of bring back like old, old Wednesday, school, new Wednesday yeah. kind
1: of thing. Passing the, I thought passing I got like a passing the torch you kind of feel, vibe. Yeah. yeah. So a bunch of my students, they told me that when they watched the show and they saw the roommate, Wednesday's yeah. roommate, uh-huh. that they thought of me. And <laughs> Why? Because I, cause
0: I you have the kind of colorful room.
1: I do. I'm very colorful. <laughs> like when I teach, I'm very very enthusiastic. I I mean, I gotta, like, if I'm bored, then they're bored.
0: Also, Spanish is a, is a fiery language.
1: Right, you gotta be fiery. you gotta have a little
0: flavor.
1: But when they, I I got multiple reports of uh, me reminding them of their, of the roommate. At first, I was like, oh, thanks. Because I was like, am I really that bubbly? (laughs) And then, (laughs) um, there was a, there was that part where um, the roommate she got upset with Wednesday because she tried to save her and Wednesday she was like uh, Wednesday didn't really consider her a friend yeah and she helped, tried to help her out as a friend yeah and the part that really solidified like okay I can really relate to this character is when she talked about how being a good friend means you do things without questioning you do things without being asked to do it right and I would have felt the exact same way that the roommate felt in that moment and that's something that really um I hold near and dear to my heart because I think I'm a I I, I consider myself a very good friend and you
0: are <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> if you're waiting for affirmation I'm not I'm not but I, I
1: know I have qualities of being a great friend and Beyond. I've also been hurt by many friends, of course. and I would have felt that exact same way. Yeah, and I, I applaud her character for sticking up for herself in that way.
0: Um, I I also do want to touch on something, and maybe it's a little bit controversial. It's uh, you know it's opinionated <laughs> stuff about okay. the show, but it's a
1: free space. That, that's it,
0: they same space
1: here. That's the whole
0: point. Made, they had made made comments all over the media um, that people were very disappointed on how they casted. Um, African-American r- oh, roles people okay. in the show as as the villains. Personally, I don't think they were the villains. I really don't at all. And I think that the, the, the roles that they played were really awesome. And I, I think that they played these roles really well. And I don't think they were portrayed as a villain. I think that they unfolded the character into the person, a good person, towards the end of the show. And it wasn't that they were bad in the beginning. They had... You know, whatever, um, I forget her name, the the the, the siren that had yes. the mom that came, mm-hmm. and I forget her name, but she, you know, at the beginning, you're like, oh, she's one of those, you know, snarky girls that, like, doesn't get along with anybody, mm-hmm. but then she unfolded to be, like, she still had her pizzazz, you know, she still right. had her attitude, but she was good. Like, she knew that Wednesday wasn't against her, and they kind of fell on all in the same line together, you know? And I kind of... Felt like everybody came together. It wasn't about. The... I-, I thought it was
1: like between Wednesday and everybody else. I mean, Wednesday's the protagonist, right? And I mean, I, I didn't I didn't get the sense of those characters being put in a role that was offensive. I guess degrading. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, but I, I didn't I didn't personally see that. But I I thought those characters gave power to. The show, the show. And yeah, it was. I thought it was done tastefully.
0: Me as well. Thanks.
1: Yeah. yeah. What else?
0: Let's see. What are oh the my shows? god! We
1: also, if anyone, we have talked about the unexplained on this show, but there's another show that came out on Netflix that kind of talks about the uh, his the ancient history of civilizations called Ancient Apocalypse.
0: Mm-hmm. And that yeah. was with uh, Graham Hancock, right? Yes,
1: Graham Hancock. Yep. I first I first saw him on Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. He's
0: an archaeologist. He's an archaeologist,
1: so and I always thought his research was so interesting yes. because he really goes into how the ancient civilizations, like what is being reported in terms of like timeline and everything where like human human ancient human existence existing before uh what is i guess technically published in geographical publications and stuff yeah so this show i thought was so interesting because it presented so much evidence about um i think commonalities in history yes like um there's there's so much literature out there about the occurrence of a Great Flood. And each ancient civilization has publications and literature and, I guess, you could say... Recordings. Um, recordings and evidence that sim- yeah. like signifies, okay, this, this Great Flood happened, but when did it happen? And it wiped off the civilizations with the rising... Uh, water seas. levels, yeah. and there are perhaps, in fact, evidence of ancient civilizations underneath the water.
0: Right. And there most likely is.
1: I mean, that's R- that's they've... why the show is super interesting. Right. And yeah. it kind of goes into, like, how they built the pyramids and what knowledge did they use from the stars to build these pyramids. Right.
0: But they also talk, they also discuss also that there's technology from, from that, era mm-hmm. that doesn't make sense that they would have at that time that gets portrayed through this evidence. And they don't know. Uh, and the, the funny part is, is that people want to still discern it. They always want to say, Oh no, no, this is not the way it is. This textbook is correct. What we're telling you is correct. But then you're there. He's Graham is coming at these people with hardcore evidence. And so these other archeologists and um, they, they're they're showing this evidence of stuff and they're saying there's no way there's no way like these pyramids are a lot older the sphinx is way older than even the pyramids like they're talked about things um, i recommend for you that if you haven't watched this show or listen to joe rogan uh, with graham hancock in it discussing these these ideas and these these evidence that exists of these tribes and civilizations and these structures that are still around today that I highly recommend you do some little research, take a little bit of time if you're interested in the kind of stuff, and really sit down and look at this show. Because he really goes into it and really makes you think. You want to think right. about stuff,
1: right? he'll it make you me, think. It makes you think about... It just makes you think about science. And like, okay, science... Yes, there's a presence of science. Yes. Yes, but I, I, I don't identify as a scientist. Mm-hmm. But if I were a scientist, I, I would not take it personal... If whatever I was researching was proven wrong, if there in fact is factual evidence, physical evidence, that proves against whatever I'm researching or trying to prove or disprove, to me that is a breakthrough.
0: The real question is, the real question is, why are they trying to hide it? what is it that they are trying to hide from us that we are discovering that there's more things going on or has happened in history with our, our world, right? Earth itself and civilization itself. Why are they trying to hide it from us?
1: I think it would, it would really present the deconstruction of religion and things that are practiced in certain... I guess religions. Okay,
0: but what about besides religion? And what
1: uh, you know, how the world was created? Who who were the first humans? You know, like that. That doesn't.
0: I understand. It, I it see would your totally
1: point. Um, negate any of beliefs. The, you know, the, the belief religious system. texts out there.
0: Right, but what what else? What else is there besides that being religion? Could be another, let's say, a curtain that's being pulled over us, right? What else is behind that curtain, okay, that is being hidden? What is it that they don't want us to know? There has to be something else. Technology, other things that exist, uh, living beings that are not from our planet that came here, that are still coming back and forth. Right. What is it that they're not trying to unfold to the public?
1: Perhaps the the proposition that there, in fact, was some extraterrestrial beings that came to this planet and... It completely changed the blueprint of this planet for the rest of time. And how... I mean, we know that the Ice Age happened. We know that there are catastrophic disasters that have happened. happened. And the fact that these things can happen again. Correct. And I'm not trying to put out like some doomsday notice out there, but... If it happened once, it can happen again. It's like, in, it's like a like cheater, normal. you know? If you can cheat once, you can you cheat, cheat again. again. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but Which yeah.
0: is actually brings me to something else. I think we were discussing it before we decided to, to start the recording, but um, there was something about that NASA was sending off uh, satellites, that they're testing satellites to push asteroids in another direction in a effort
1: oh. to... Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, to avoid a doomsday, you know, comet strike or an asteroid hitting the Earth, um, which I thought was actually really cool to read. I mean, why are they worried so much? I mean, obviously, we only know that this planet exists for life, right? So we can hold our life here at the moment as, well, as far as we know. But, you know, I thought it was really cool that they're experimenting already with these kind of protocols. In order to save our planet in case there is an asteroid
1: yes and it reminds me of that movie that came out on netflix called don't look up did you see that movie with jennifer can, lawrence and Leonardo Gabriel? Nope, really nope. okay so we'll have to watch it. you do have to watch it um but it it was they sent a spacecraft to crash into an asteroid to see if that ash the speed of the asteroid would slow down to a rate enough where it wouldn't potentially collide collide with the Earth. Mm-hmm. So they were doing that as an experiment if that if if and when that were to ever happen.
0: I gotcha. Hmm.
1: But yeah, let's uh you know, it is the last it's New Year's Eve Eve. This is the last recording. This is the last episode <laughs> this before year. 2023 so i mean i think we can honestly say that 2022 has been a year a year a year for the books
0: yes yes of course
1: (laughs) so (laughs) what you know let's let's maybe you want to do some reflection let's do it all right so let's talk about let's uh
0: what's been going on what's
1: been going on so what would you say was the single best thing that happened this past year
0: the single best thing that has happened this year is that i found more of myself mm. than i have in the past year so by the end by the beginning of this year i did not find what i'm discussing but by now this point new year's eve, eve mm-hmm. okay i have found another part of another puzzle piece of myself which i find one of the single best things is for you to have self-discovery.
1: I mean, what what piece did you find of yourself?
0: Uh, that confidence is quite attainable. And that you are truly in control of your life. Like, you make decisions for yourself. You can control your emotions. You can... Put the energy out there for it to come back to you. You can say the right thing to somebody else in whatever situation you're in. You choose to say what comes out of your mouth, not vice versa. Right.
1: Like, there's so many things that happen in our lives that are out of our control. But we do have a lot that we can Control. control. But when it comes down to things in life, it's like... It's about choices. It comes down to a choice.
0: Right. And, uh... I think that's, that's something that really, uh, I find to be the most single, you know, best thing that's happened to me this year is more self-discovery.
1: Okay. So I would also sort of go on that line Hmm. of sort of my personal growth in terms of this year. But like what happened was I started to take more risks with myself and Hmm. got curious and when you get curious you get creative and when you get creative ideas start flying when ideas start flying you get excited you get more motivated when you get more motivated you turn more of your ideas into actions correct and i think what i would say is my most cha- you know challenging is still um, I guess, practicing, trying to get over some fear that I have of being more creative and putting myself out there, but the best single thing to happen to me, I think, was starting this podcast, mm-hmm. because yeah. it has always been, we've talked about it for years, we have. and to finally put this vision into action at whatever capacity... It's developed into now. We began. And it's about beginning somewhere. You have to begin somewhere. So, yeah. So what would you say was your challenging, most challenging thing that happened this year?
0: Uh, It would have to be definitely the... um, Besides traffic in New York, I would have to say on a daily basis, it would have (laughs) to be um my grandmother's passing that was probably the hardest thing uh this year for me my most challenging thing that happened in 2022 but that's pretty self-explanatory because death to me especially when the person has influenced your being okay their legacy you are the legacy of that person um it it causes you know it's blatantly obvious of why that would be the most challenging part but i
1: mean the loss of anybody is truly challenging it's challenging right and Mentally. even if they do even if they they live a long life the loss of them is still mm-hmm. traumatizing because if, if they're just no they're you know they're no longer here right and it's you know how we talked about your grandma's legacy it's yep. it there becomes this challenge of how to keep that legacy alive
0: right so right. What's the, let's see let's, what's the next... ta-
1: let's see. What was an unexpected joy this past year?
0: Ooh, why don't you can be one.
1: Unexpected joy. I have to think about it for a second. Mm, I think it it was it has to do with the changing of my job and the types of classes that I'm teaching. Yeah. Because even though it was something that I had envisioned doing for so long in teaching higher-level Spanish classes. I feel like actually attaining it and believing in myself and going through with that process. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, I went through the job application process with a quite different mindset because I wanted to go to a place where I could be myself. and. I got the job being 100% myself. I went through each step of the job application process being my complete authentic self. I mean, I know that it, it, there's no surprise when you say that, you know, you go on a job interview and you tell, you maybe tell like a little white lie here and yeah. <laughs> there, you stretch a truth. But I really didn't do that. I I interviewed in a way where I knew who I was and I knew what I was capable of doing. And I think that, that, I mean, I think, I hope that helped me get the job, but it, it sure made did, me feel, I you work there. <laughs> it made me feel authentic in that process.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. I, no, anybody time
1: to be anyone else but myself. Correct. I don't got time to be anybody else. Cause that's just too much work. Right. To be anybody else. Right. But me. How about you? Gave you time to think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, unexpected joy this past year would have to be... Let's see. Unexpected joy. I would like... Oh, thanks.
1: I just wanted to give <laughs> you some. <laughs> unexpected
0: joy would have to be the quality time I've spent with actually friends and family this year. So mm-hmm. uh, it's, it was very unexpected. But the time that we put in together to, like, do stuff, like, whatever we did, like, full stuff together, we made it a point to go do full stuff. Uh, we went out and, and did it together, but you...
1: That was an unexpected joy, because we weren't expecting to do that. Right. Meaning, oh, so I guess in the time that we took off of the podcast, we, we had a day where we called it Basic Bitch Day, and we went out to uh like the north fork of long island and you know if if anyone basically fall on the north fork of long island is very festive you go to farms you go you get some fresh produce maybe pick some pumpkins buy a pie buy a pie uh you know taste some wine (laughs) right
0: and we did it and so that to me that was very unexpected and it was the biggest joy that i've had this year
1: actually actually let's just talk about that day for one second Because we were in that Italian market, uh, sipping on the wine. And do you remember that shelf of Tate's, Oh, yeah, Tate's Tate's cookies, yeah. Tate's chocolate chip cookies just randomly falling.
0: Yeah, so if if any of our listeners, we know, you know what we're discussing about, like, uh, uh, paranormal activity, right? And the lights going out in one of our episodes without us touching it and talking (laughs) about things. So this also happened on that unexpected joy this year. Uh, we were at a uh, place in uh, where was that?
1: Mattituck, Mattituck, I think?
0: Madatok, yeah.
1: Wherever Nofo Doco is. Yeah, it was fantastic. North Fork Donut Company. Gotta shout them out because I waited, <laughs> I waited years, years to try those donuts. Followed them on Instagram, like looked at their food porn, and I was like, oh my god, I need these donuts in my life. So, I remember I kept saying no fo don't and then we passed no fo don't don't co. Co,
0: And it was right there. Yes.
1: <laughs> that was an unexpected it joy. It was, it was a joy. <laughs>
0: that was a really good time.
1: Yeah. What was an unexpected obstacle?
0: Um, I'm going to be pretty basic with this one. Uh, I, I would say, unexpected obstacle this year has been the inflation. So, uh, for me, I don't I'm sure there's someone else, else out there that's probably dealing with it even worse than I am. But it's insane. I, I Personally, the biggest obstacle for me is, is being able to buy food. Like, right. It takes sometimes, it takes me a month and a half to a month to, to have the means to go food shopping. And food then costs $200. And you don't know even know what you bought in two bags. You know, like you have no clue what you bought. And you're like, why did I spend like $200? Like a week's worth of
1: food.
0: Right. And, and then you're trying to stretch it for as long as you possibly can until you can afford to do it again. Sometimes it goes, you know, a little bit longer than usual. So for me, my biggest obstacle was really uh, keeping afloat financially. Keeping afloat and paying all the bills on time and just being on top of that. Right. Not not saving, but literally staying afloat.
1: Right. Um, I think it it was unexpected, but I will admit that it comes with a little... Um, naiveness it's my own naive um, process I guess Um, when I did change jobs I kind of was expect I thought in my head that it was going to be like an easy transition and I anticipated having all this time that I I guess I have more time but um, I anticipated having more time and feeling like I had it more together, but really what it was, was I was starting over again. I'm starting yeah. over again. Yeah. So, I know I have experience, but it, I, I felt in September like I was a completely new teacher again. Yeah. Let's see. Three words, Michael. Three words to describe 2022.
0: Let's see. <laughs> Three words. Um, well, that would be, if it was described as a word, that. <laughs> um, um, I guess we could, because it could be a slap, yeah.
1: <laughs> inflation. A slap. slap. Slaps you in the face.
0: Um, three words would probably have to be... Perseverance. Trials. And... And success.
1: Hmm. I'm gonna say... Creativity, I'm going to say, um, determination, mm. and resilience.
0: Yep. I, those are great. So I described this year.
1: <laughs> um, with whom <laughs> were your most valuable relationships?
0: Oh, so I better watch myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> myself. <laughs> <All by> myself. <laughs> me myself and I no. <laughs> me
0: myself and I, me and my shadow. Um, my valuable relationships, my most valuable relationships, were definitely with you, um, uh, your boyfriend, Francisco. Oh, thank you. Um, love you,
1: babe.
0: Um, I would have to say also, um, my my siblings.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. And, uh, some of, some of my friends that I've had for a while that still keep in contact with me, I think the, that, and my coworkers. So I, have to, I'm going to shout out to them for once cause I don't ever get to do this.
1: Hey. Oh, yay.
0: The most valuable relationships I've had are the people that I closely work with and I don't get to see them often with a job that I do,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but they, you know, they're, they're very valuable because they teach me so much about myself. They teach me confidence They teach me that I have the knowledge, they teach me that I can do it, you know, that they, they push me along to do it. Right. Um, and they're all, like, the most amazing people, like, Supported. they all have, yeah, like, but even themselves, they're all, like, doing something with their lives, they're, they're also trying to persevere, to go up the ladder, mm-hmm. they're all doing everything possible, they're married, they're, they're having kids, they're, they're buying houses, they're saving their money, they're moving into different apartments, they're, they're changing their careers they're doing whatever it is right or they are at a point in their life where they're happy they're stable and they give so much support
1: that's really motivating because i mean to when especially with co-workers because they're they're almost like your every days yes like you i mean you say they don't See them every day, but
0: I talk to them every you day. You talk to them
1: every day, yep. and those are people that, even though you're interacting, you have something in common, which is the job that you're doing. Right. But in order to do those jobs, the interaction that you have with coworkers is so important because they see what you do every day and how you go about doing your job. So that's awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: Co great coworkers are the absolute best. Yeah, they're like a like a second family they really are yeah and it was super bittersweet for me leaving my previous school because I felt Um, like you know they really were that extended family but also sometimes when you feel like you have to transition from one place to the next then those are the people who support you and those who are going to be there for you will reach out and and you'll maintain a relationship
0: that's right so who to you were these relationships
1: I mean, definitely you, Michael. Thanks.
0: <laughs> I'm so glad.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> without a doubt. Um, I don't know where I would be without you. Likewise. Um
0: my, What? Igual.
1: Que paso? What language was that?
0: Like Igual.
1: Oh, Igual. What language did you to be Sorry. I <laughs> try. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> Lasagna. (laughs) Right. That's what what we say when uh, Mike says something in Italian and I don't know how to respond, so So, I just respond. Right. So I guess it works works
0: the other way too in Spanish.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, you, um, my. I would say my co-workers at my previous school and my uh, co-workers at my present school especially um, my co-workers in my department because those are the people that I see every day and you know there's a period where we have lunch together and we sit around the conference table in the middle of the office and it feels like feels like a family dinner
0: yeah for sure. <laughs> Cause
1: some days You know people are you know might be more quiet other days you get into funny discussions so I think that has really helped with that transition Um, I would say the relationship that I have with um, my cousins yeah um, that has really grown stronger and like I said previously I'm kind of that glue between my media family and my extended family so I feel like I got closer to them due to the work that we have put in to help our relationship along and overcome the challenges that we had previously faced.
0: Yeah, and even in this year. Yeah. Well, instead of looking backwards... (laughs)
1: Let's look look forward. forward. (laughs) I see you to 2023. You're so close yet... So far,
0: <laughs> you're Leslie. just
1: around the corner
0: by 24 hours. I don't know
1: why I want to speak in a British accent. Now.
0: <laughs> if we get a uh, a uh, review that is from an angry British person, we know why.
1: I'm so sorry. <laughs> On a side note, being a Spanish teacher, I don't. I, I just I envision a Spanish class in Britain, right? So, if <laughs> like you're learning Spanish, like in oh. England. Then you're going to be like, hola, como estas? Actually. eh oh, muy bien.
0: Wait, so I have to, I have to chime in with that. <laughs> He's so, raising
1: his hand. <laughs> yeah, so
0: actually I am. So actually in Italy, when I was in Italy in 2020, uh-huh. there was British people uh-huh. that were speaking Italian and they were like, ciao, como stai?
1: to bene. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: exactly how they sounded. And I was, it was, I tried to keep it together without spitting food out of my mouth when I'm eating because it was like endearing you know right because they have this beautiful accent yeah and they're speaking a foreign language and it comes out like tenfold and they're speaking a foreign language
1: i know i try to picture myself i try to like envision speaking spanish in different accents yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> anyway 2023 we digress a little bit we but digress. i think moving into 2023 mm. what is something that you what is a conversation that you would like to bring more to the forefront in 2023? A conversation? Yeah. Uh,
0: I would would have to say... Let's see. I'm not... Okay. This is something, right? I go to therapy. I'm a a man. Uh Uh-huh. I would have to say specifically men's mental health yes i think that that is something that needs to be spoken more about Uh uh-huh um i've experienced it myself right i've also seen it with friends and also the loss of family Mm -hmm. because of it and there they were men with their mental health so um yes i think mental health is a real thing and i think that suicide awareness in in Men. Is also inferring to that as well with men. Yeah. Specifically.
1: I would love to... I would love that conversation to bring being to the forefront because... Uh-huh. I'm listening. Because, um, you know, there's such an increase in suicide and um, I think there is such a sti- I mean, there's a stigma around mental health in general. Yeah. But... Men specifically, because I'm not a man, so tell me if I'm wrong, but with my experience with men, (laughs) it's, it's almost as if men, I mean, men haven't been taught about their emotions. Females, we for the most part are taught about our emotions from a very young age, and that is something that has been socialized and introduced in our lives from a very young age. From my experience with men, it seems that men's range of emotions is like mad, sad and happy. And yeah. there's it, it's like they if they're not mad, they're sad when they're and they're mad and they don't even know that they're mad and they don't know why they're mad. and then when females try to ask them the questions they're like I don't know and then you know it just <laughs> gets into a whole other debate.
0: You have a point. However, there's a whole array of other emotions that go with, uh, along with mental health, with men, um, anger, frustration, depression, um, anxiety, um, joy, happiness, um, angst, being melancholy, um, being, being somebody doesn't voice their emotions so we right. like to actually bottle everything right in. we're more inward versus um, unless we explode then it comes out right but for the most part men usually keep it in
1: why do you think that has been the the, the narrative of men's mental health like why do you think that's uh, I been, think. I th- think why, why is it that that's so, how they're taught? So
0: just as you exp- just as you explained that that you're taught as a woman as a young age, to embrace your emotions and to have all these emotions. I think men are also in that same bracket, then taught not to have these kind of emotions and be taught to act or or to be perceived or to hold it together in a certain way, right. even in in really hard situations or stressful or life uh, changing altering scenarios that we come across in life. In whatever scenario it is loss finances marriage divorce uh death um no matter what the, what the case is, we're taught to hold it in
1: right. keep it's, it in yeah. you're not supposed
0: to show tears you're not supposed to cry you're right. not supposed to keep that stuff you can't show it right you can't yeah. show it so i think that's something else that's also taught societally mm-hmm. since we are young personally that is you know not supposed to i mean most of you that know me out there which the audience may not I'm a very emotional man, so I kind of break the mold, as Mrs. <laughs> Doubtfire would say. <laughs> when God made me, he broke the mold. So it's kind of like that as well. But, um, you know, I have, it's come of long, it's been a process for myself to also embrace my emotions right. and to show them correctly. So...
1: Is, is it the fact that, like, oh, if, if you know, in, for, for a lot of men that expressing these emotions would make them... You know, it's the perception that expressing these emotions make them less of a man.
0: It could be. Um, I, I can't really speak too much on that because I don't know very much more on on that notion. Uh-huh. Uh, we could do a little research on that. But I, I, it could be something that is definitely affecting that, a, a, a part of it, right? Um, for sure. Um, because you know, men are supposed to be these manly men, you know, like, look at me, ha ha ha, but, oh, Mr. Macho, but
1: like what does it mean to be a man and what does it mean to be a woman and i mean
0: at this point everything's up in the air
1: that's that's yes and that's the it's like they want to define what gender is not right but what is what is gender or i don't know
0: no you're right i mean please speak because this is something that should be spoken about and you know, maybe in the future, we, uh, hopefully looking forward in 2023, we can start to invite some people into these recordings. Yeah,
1: I I would, exactly. I think for 2023 to invite more people into these conversations, because to get another perspective, because yes, yes, I'm, I'm born a woman and identify as a woman, but I know that that's not the truth of other people. Right. And I, I hold a a certain, like, criteria of what I, I think it feels to be a woman, and I don't know what it's like to be a man, but I, I see men's mental health being overlooked. Yeah. And I see this stigma as if, like, oh, they're, you know, it's like not checking in with a friend, right? Like, it's like, oh, they're okay. They're a man. So they, they can do it. You
0: just right.
1: They you, can just suck it up you, and
0: move on. You literally just read my mind. Oh, really? So something that I wanted to say is, you know, I, I know that we were discussing about uh, men's mental health America, right? From when I started talking about the five major mental health problems affecting men, which were depression, bipolar disorder, psychosis, and schizophrenia, anxiety, and eating disorders, right?
1: Interesting.
0: So, um, and the rise of suicide with them in all different age brackets of men. Uh, something I wanted to say about it was, speaking on what you just said, right. is to check on your friends.
1: Check on your ask
0: on Ask your father, ask your uncle, ask your guy friends. How are they doing? Right. Don't just sit there. Don't just... This is what I... I looking forward, I, I think that this should be discussed, but also act. Like, I want my audience to know, act. Like, don't forget about other people. Like, yes, focus on yourself. It's most important. But also focus on the people around you because they do matter. Yes. And you don't know where how deep they are in their mind. Right. So ask how they're doing. Ask, are you doing okay? Right.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I can't help but think about the recent death of uh, Twitch Boss because, I mean, here's a man who, you know, look, he, he's, I mean, to me, he's. A very good-looking man who has a magnetic smile that seems like his magnetic smile can hide, like, can hide so well what is going on on the inside. And to me, that's so scary because, I mean, right, granted, you know, we're not, people are not the dances they do on TikTok, right? But, like, when I, when I, when you see him and his wife dancing on social media... Like dancing is supposed to bring you joy, right? As as a dancer, like I know dancing bring brought me joy, right? And you know they're do yes they're doing it for TikTok. I'm sure you know they know how many likes and followers they're gonna get and all that. But it seemed like the the root of those videos and like whatever he did was joy. Like I if I I, I pride myself on being able to I always say to my students because I'm I'm that teacher that. I'll dance. I'm singing. I'm always singing. I'm always dancing. Like I'm always playing music. Right. And I, I sing. Like if I have, I have a job where I can break out and dance. That that's a moment of joy for me. Of course. So, it it blows my mind how, um, you know, I I just feel terrible, absolutely terrible, that this hap- You know, that that happened to him.
0: So, yeah. So for looking forward. Um, you know, again, mental health in uh, men is, uh, should really be spoken about yeah. uh, looking forward. And uh, don't downplay people's emotions. Don't downplay someone saying that they don't, you know, if they don't even profess, they're, they're not depressed. Some people profess it, and most men do not. So do not play it down that. Just because someone is not saying that they feel a certain way does not mean that they're not, again, feeling right. that way deep inside so be aware be aware of the people around you we're going through really hard times Twenty twenty two was hard 2023 we're going to come out strong and whatever they it's going to throw at us it's going to throw at us but we got to learn to stick together we got to learn to to pay it forward to one another and to really start embracing each other in this world uh, if we lose sight of you know holding each other's hands and not physically but you know metaphorically holding each other's hands through this this is going to become very difficult at, you know, what is going on in our world, our government, our, our cities, our towns, our families, our schools, our, our work. Every aspect of our life is just going to get more difficult. And you can't lose sight of one another because that's all we have.
1: Right.
0: You have one another here.
1: Yeah. Um, absolutely. So, yeah. So that is coming in 2023.
0: 2023. <laughs> so, um, with that... Um, I would like to wish you all the happiest, the happiest,
1: healthiest,
0: and most fun new year for 2023.
1: Even if you're staying home, which is probably which the best probably thing ever. <laughs> it is. Stay home.
0: No shame. So.
1: <laughs> Go out, wear the shoes, wear the lipstick, wear the dress, twerk. <laughs> yes we would love to wish everyone a happy and healthy new year and we are so excited to bring you more of license License to to learn learn in 2023 coming at you take care (laughs) peace out bye ciao